The Blur Havoc podcast may contain content some may find offensive, vulgar, or inappropriate for work or school. All views expressed on this show solely belong to the individual that expressed them. Viewer discretion is advised. folks it's here today's the day hello and welcome to the blur havoc podcast season one finale i am your host alistair aiken and let's get right into it so today um i'm gonna be real with you guys um last time last last week when i recorded that twofer i recorded two episodes in one week in one day um, yeah, I got a little too drunk. I got, a, I got way too drunk. I actually almost threw up after that. I was hugging the toilet for like 30 minutes because I was afraid I was going to throw up. So today we're, we're going to ease up on the alcohol. I have, um, some zero sugar. Whoa, whoa. That was scary. Um, <laughs> I didn't know what was happening, but I got some zero sugar wild cherry Pepsi because, um, I ain't trying to, um, I ain't trying to vomit, okay? Last time was pretty rough. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that makes you want to drink. Just listen to that. A little bit more, a little bit more. Yeah. Welcome to the Blur Havoc ASMR podcast. I am your host, Alistair Aiken. Alright, enough fooling around. This episode is going to be a nice, big, fat, long episode. Why? Because we're talking about one of my favorite pastimes and hobbies and just concepts in general. We're going to talk about guns today. That's right. A nice, big, fat, juicy episode about guns. Because it's not just about guns, about education on guns or anything like that. I promise you I haven't drunk anything. Um... It's it, this is about the the representation of guns in media and how people that don't know a thing about guns have a tendency to write really egregious and strange shit about guns. And then sometimes you get people that do know a thing or two about guns and they'll write something that makes you go what what the hell what the hell why did you do that? But that's in that's in the more in the advanced in the advanced section, which we're going to get to later, but let's let's start off with um, some of the basic stuff. Real easy, we're easy one. Um, simple rule: keep your finger off the trigger until you are ready to shoot. Right? That's like rule number one. Rule number one. So, why is it that in 2020? We are still getting pictures, characters, cover art, like movies and stuff, posters of of characters with their trigger finger on the gun. What what, what are you doing? You're 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 holding the trigger. What are you doing? Like look at the look at the uh, the cover art for Cyberpunk 2077. Let's pull it up. Oh, I was looking for something 
else cyberpunk related like you look at v they they have their finger on the trigger both male and female v which is very strange we'll come back to cyberpunk 2077 in a second because cyberpunk 2077 is actually fairly interesting um because they know about guns they know about guns they they they're familiar with guns they have a they have a guy in the game that's a gun store clerk a gun store owner and look we'll talk about that later because it's it's interesting how they have this this blasphemy on the front cover but when you actually play the game you'll realize they know about guns so i don't know why they did this but yeah v has their finger on the trigger in the in the on the cover art which is just strange to me now another cover that interests me is Mass Effect Andromeda's Mass Effect Andromeda's cover art interests me because Ryder on the cover I believe that's Papa Ryder on the cover does not have his trigger finger on on the trigger right so why in the world in the game are they consistently flagging people with their guns with their trigger finger on the trigger that bothers me because it shows that you 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 know that that's a thing right you know that you're not supposed to put your trigger finger on the trigger until you're ready to shoot yet you didn't put that in the game in the cutscenes where there's no you have no control of the characters i understand from a gameplay perspective you don't want to have to animate a character moving their finger onto the trigger to shoot and all that because that sounds like a nightmare. So I get it. I'm not being super picky about it. But in a cutscene where you have direct control of a character's animations, how hard is it to like make it so that while they're moving around, their finger is not on the trigger? And then like right when it switches to gameplay, you can see their trigger fingers just slide onto the trigger. It's it's like two cents worth of animation. Like what is what what is this? Especially since like the people use motion capture these days so why not i mean i mean well if you looked at the the way the facial animations came out on launch day you can probably imagine why that's the case but um what else a, a non-video game example i can't bring up one i can't bring up one specifically but this this always bothers me where say you have a gun like a glock or a Smith & Wesson MMP shield, which doesn't have a uh, safety. Or, or for, my, for instance, my Canic TP9 SF Elite that I currently have holstered in my appendix holster right now. You should go ahead and get that gun. That's a fantastic gun. I'm not selling guns. Just, you know, it's a recommendation. Um, you have guns like that that don't have slide. They don't have slide safeties, like hard manual safeties. They, all their safeties are internal. So one thing that really irks me is when you're watching a movie and in order to ratchet up the tension, what they'll do is that they'll have somebody draw a Glock and aim at somebody. But for some reason, you'll hear the sound of a slide racking like, OK, hold on. I got to I got to show you what this sounds like. Give me one second. So here we have my Canon TP911, not 11, 911. Wow. <laughs> Mechanic TP9 SF Elite. It's very Glock-like in its in its design. But imagine you uh, close your eyes, right? And imagine somebody is like 
pulling up a gun, right? They're pulling up a gun to aim at a target, right? Does that gun make any sounds when you move it? I'm currently moving this gun. It's not making any sounds, right? But for some reason, in movies and some TV shows, when someone draws a Glock and aims it at somebody, you hear this sound. What is that? What What is that? Because you know what that is? Do you know what that is? That right there is actually, what that is, is the slide racking. What the sli When the slide racks, that is actually when a gun is loading a round into the chamber. Right? So why in the world would you moving the gun cause that gun to make that sound? You feel me? Like, that doesn't, that doesn't make any sense. So, as a matter of fact, I'm going to load it around back into the chamber because I emptied it for demonstration purposes only. So now we're hot. Um, real quick one also. I can't stand when... You, you definitely hear this with rappers. There we go. You hear this with rappers um, and... This was a big thing in 90s video games, and people that don't know shit about guns, they always say this. It's a, t it's a tiny mistake, but it irks me so badly because of how old it is. Not because you're getting it wrong, but because of how old and wrong it is. And it's the classic magazine versus clips mistake. I cannot stand when people use clips instead of magazines. Not because you're wrong, but because it is 2021, my dude. And you're still saying clips instead of magazines like it's 1993. Before I was even born. Like, oh, okay. So J. Cole just released that new album, right? Um, What's it called? The, uh, no Off Season? Or The Off Season? No Off Season. <laughs> the Off Season? And I cringe every single time he says clips instead of magazines. Because it's, you're too old to be getting that wrong. You just are. I get that clip is easier to rhyme with than magazine, but I highly doubt that the people you're referring to in your song were doing drive-bys with M1 Garands, okay? Pistols don't, like, modern-day pistols don't use clips. They used to, way back, like those weird German Lugers used to use clips. But modern-day Glocks and, and Rugers do not use clips. So it always makes me cringe every time I, I hear a rapper say clip. It rhymes better than magazine, but it's wrong. And, and I'm saying it's wrong not because clips don't exist. They do exist. The main difference between a clip and a magazine is that a magazine holds rounds and... how, how Somebody worded it perfectly. A magazine holds rounds and the gun takes the, the, the rounds while the clip... Actually, you know what? No. The way it's worded is that a clip moves through the gun. A clip moves through the gun and drops off the rounds while a magazine moves the rounds and stays in the gun. That's the best way I can really like describe the difference is that clips clips are basically meant to be disposable while magazines are meant to be reused. You're not really supposed to lose a magazine. You're not supposed to just ditch a magazine. I know they do that in video games. But that's because they're they're mil spec um, M16 mags, and those are cheaper than they are cheaper to make than a, a home cooked meal, dude. Like they're really cheap. I'm trying to drink too much of that, I don't want to be awake tonight.
But that's a, that's a real simple one that I really wish people would stop doing. Stop saying clip instead of magazine. Cause not because you're wrong, but because it's it's current year, bro. Stop, stop it. You know better. But other than that, I love that album. By the way, the off season was a really good album. Um, another one is uh, what's another one? Oh man, um, it's the the the, the idea that you could flip a table over and that'll stop gunfire. It will not. Stop gunfire. You will die if you do that. Especially if it... Oh, my God. If someone's shooting at you with rifle rounds, dude... Oh, man. You're you're wasting your time. Like... Rifle... I, I don't know if you know this, but... Like, let's say M16 rounds, 223, 5.56. They can go through at least six walls, dude. Six, like... Wall, like look at your wall in your home look at it and just know that six it would take six of those front to back to stop a 223 bullet and probably it would it would t- probably take more the only way to really really for real for real be certain it's going to stop is if you if you like if it hits a stud or something which is not very likely so these movies got you all screwed up thinking you could hide behind a table if somebody starts shooting you. No, you can't. That is concealment. That is not cover. A better a better sense of a better idea for cover would be like a brick wall, um, a cement wall or something like that. Vehicles are kind of hit or miss. It depends on where you're like if you're if you're hiding behind the wheel well where the wheels are. Where like the tires and like all that stuff is in the way. The reason why that's a better place to like hide is because there's a bunch of stuff in between you and the other side of the car, like near the engine block or near the um, near, yeah, just the engine block. I wouldn't hide anywhere else, dude. Um, but trying to like hide behind a table or something or like, uh, what are those things? Those things that have the snacks, the count, not the counters, but like the snack, uh, shelves. Hiding behind those, mm-mm. You want, the only reason you hide behind one of those is because you're trying to hide. You are trying to not be seen. Because if you are seen, and they know you're behind there, and they understand how guns work, they'll just start shooting the shelf. Because all the bullets will go through there. Even hollow point bullets will go through them. That's my next point. FMJ, in games like Call of Duty, why is FMJ a perk? Why is that a perk? That does more damage, quote-unquote. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. FMJ is actually more likely to be less painful, and it's actually the standard issue like round in military because in the Geneva Con- the Geneva Conventions actually say you are not allowed to use hollow point in warfare because it. I believe it's because it goes under quote unquote cruel and unusual because man, hollow points will screw you up. So my question is for in modern warfare. In like the Call of Duty games where FMJ is a perk, that stands for Full Metal Jacket, by the way. Um, if FMJ is a perk, what are you shooting without that perk? What what are you shooting without that? Because FMJ is standard issue and that is the requirement for Geneva Conventions. So what are you shooting? What are you shooting without that perk? Is a very interesting question I have. Because the in the real world, FMJ, it's highly 
ill-advised for you to use FMJ as a self-defense round. Because that thing will go through six walls. It'll kill your dog. It'll kill your children. It'll kill your mother. It'll kill your wife. It'll kill your second cousin twice removed. It'll kill your uh, your side hoe. It'll kill your cat. It'll kill your bird. It'll kill your son you never had. It'll kill the son you did have. It'll kill the son that doesn't exist yet. It'll kill the son that got left on the bed sheets. It'll kill everything in its way. It takes a lot to stop a fully a full metal jacket bullet. But hollow points, on the other hand, are designed to not penetrate, but to hurt really badly. <laughs> because the way that hollow points are designed, they're designed to be hollow, hollow points. They're hollow and cut in very strategic ways so that when they hit their target, their soft target, they expand. I'm not going to get into a lot of the science behind how they expand and all that, but they expand and basically open up like a, like a really screwed up parachute. <laughs> inside of someone's body so while it won't over penetrate it will hurt a lot more we're talking about it 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 won't just go straight through you like a needle that's why a lot of people when they get shot they don't realize they're shot at first when they get shot by fmj but with hollow point it is an immediate like ouchie i need to go home kind of pain because it's not just going through you it's tearing up your insides while it's going through you because of the jagged edges of the of the jacket. You feel me? So that's always been strange to me. How in Modern Warfare, not even Modern Warfare, every game since Modern Warfare, the original one in 2007. Uh, 2007, right? I believe it was 2007. Yeah, FMJ has been a perk and it, it, it was just strange. That's just strange to me. I don't get why. What else? Um, something a little bit more advanced since it's on my mind right now. In John Wick 2. There's a scene towards the end where John, like, you know, the cool scene where he's, like, you know, fighting the, the armored dudes in the dark. Um, something bothered me about that scene when I realized what was going on. And somebody pointed this out on Reddit. So these guys have, they, they have plated armor, right? Plated armor is like steel plates under a plate carrier, right? It looks super, super hardcore. I need to go get me one. Um... For some reason, John John decides to pick up a pistol caliber carbine. Now, what is a pistol caliber carbine? It's basically a rifle that shoots pistol rounds, right? 9mm, 10mm, 45 ACP, 40 Smith & Wesson, you know, pistol caliber. So, pistol calibers are not very good for penetrating armor. So, why why would you do that? What a strange choice. I don't know if that... I don't... I haven't seen John Wick... What is it? Yeah, John Wick 2. Was it 2? It wasn't 2. It was 3. My bad. John Wick 3. Um, I haven't seen John Wick 3 in a while. I did not like John Wick 3. Um, and that was... Retroactively, that was one of the reasons why I didn't want to watch it again. But John Wick uh, 3. I don't know if that was a... Ch I don't remember if that was a choice he made in the movie. Or if that was just something that the production team decided to give him. Because this is one of those instances where they know guns. I have seen several videos of of Keanu Reeves at Terran Tactical bussing ass, okay? I know that they know guns. So why in the world did you give him a pistol caliber carbine to fight armored targets? That makes no sense. 
It makes no sense. So in the entire scene, he has to do this stupid stuff where like he has to take his pit, he has to run up to them, take his pistol and shoot them in their collarbone. And it's like, what are you doing? What I would do is I would run back and get like some kind of thir- 308. Like I get a like a scar in 308 or an FN foul or an, a- an AR-10 or something. But no, he just decides I'm going to use a pistol against armored targets. What are you doing? What in the world are you doing? But that was incredibly frustrating when I got into guns and I saw that scene and I was like, wait, what? Oh, and another thing. People like to complain about... Jesus. I don't know if you heard that, but somebody just slammed the door like a Neanderthal, but... um, People like to complain about movies where characters don't reload often... Or they don't reload at all. It's like, oh, their guns don't reload. John Wick 3 has the exact opposite problem. They reload too much. Because here's the thing. Is that I'm not a, you know, I'm not a Puritan. I'm not a gun perfectionist or Puritan. It's just like, oh, you have to count exactly how many rounds are in the, the magazine. Make sure that the, the slide locks back every single time you go past that. You better be counting in between shots. Make sure that you're counting. Because if they shoot 18 rounds instead of 17, that Glock 17, oh boy, I'm gonna, I'm, it's gonna make my asshole pucker. Why did I just turn into moist critical? <laughs> oh man, um, <laughs> I don't know what happened there. Oh man, but no, um, seriously, like that kind of annoys me when people are are irritatingly like nitpicky. That's an actual nitpick. Because in all honesty, John Wick 3 makes it a worse issue by making it so that every 15 to 30 seconds, the, everything just stops for like three seconds so that the main characters can reload their guns and then keep shooting. It's like, stop doing that. You stop the action for like three seconds and it, it, it feels... Movie, okay. Movies kind of have like a, a, a yee and a yaw, you feel me? A seesaw kind of feel. Like, you ever been in traffic where um, you keep stopping and going, stopping and going? You kind of feel a little a little anxious, a little on edge. You feel a little uppity. Like, what's the word I'm looking for? You feel a little unsettled. Like, you want to get out. You re- you're ready to move. You're ready to get out. You're tired of being pushed back and forth, back and forth. The braking and accelerating over and over again is making you feel really uneasy. Movies have a tendency, movies have pacing, and that is what you can do with pacing. You can actually make somebody feel nauseous. Like you're ready to leave. Like you don't want to watch it anymore. By doing stuff like that. By pumping up the action very quickly, and then stopping. And then pumping it up again. And it, it's, it's, it can be very, it can be very grating if you're not careful. And that's the issue with the reloading thing in John Wick 3. Is that you can cause the pacing to feel like you're, you're, pulling and pushing a person to not want to watch the movie because it feels like the action keeps stopping when it's getting good which is strange because john wick 2 didn't have that issue so i don't know where this whole idea of we have to stop the entire movie to show the characters reloading thing came from because in john wick 2 they reloaded in places that made sense because i get that you have you may have to reload in the middle of a battle in all honesty like you're so if, you're, if your job is to go kill people, 
you should probably be counting how many bullets you have left. <gasps> Who said that? What? No, seriously, you should probably be counting. If you're if you're in a skilled if you're a skilled assassin like John Wick, you should be counting how many rounds left you have in the chamber. I'm not in the chamber in the magazine. My bad. And then as a writer, you should write it so that your characters don't run out of ammo in the middle of a fight possibly because in john wick 2 there was the scene where he had the bernelli underground he was either bernelli or a, uh, a beretta i don't remember at the moment um but he was like underground in the catacombs in like my favorite scene in the movie that scene was awesome um and he had the shotgun and while he's moving and he's not fighting anybody that's when he's reloading and that's when it makes sense for christ's sake don't keep shooting until you have to reload in the middle of a battle. What are you doing? Reload when the time is down. Nobody reloads in a Call of Duty match while they're in the middle of a firefight. That gets you killed. You Like, they always tell you reload after every firefight. That, that's another trope. We're going to talk about that in a second. But that's just sound advice. Do not reload in the middle of a firefight while you're engaging somebody. That's just nonsense. There's even the scene in John Wick 3 where they're both, both John Wick and some random mook run out of ammo at the same time. And they're in a race to reload the fastest. I get that it's supposed to be a funny moment, but it's not funny when the entire movie is like that. On to the next point. The entire concept of dropping your magazine and then just loading a new one and you still have the same amount of ammo. This is mainly in video games, but... In games like Call of Duty, they say, oh, reload after every every firefight or something like that, right? After every kill, you reload, right? Here's the thing. In the real world, if you drop a magazine when it's not empty, guess what? That magazine still has ammo in it, and you're wasting ammo by leaving it there. So, I noticed in, in the newer Modern Warfare, they actually changed this. So that now, when you reload when your magazine isn't empty, your character actually takes it out replaces it with a full one and takes the not empty the, the 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 not empty one and puts it back in their their holster their magazine holster and i was like oh that that's that shit i like i like that that's nice because in the real world like in the real world let's say do some quick math here i, I work best with fives and zeros so let's say there's three you have three magazines of 10 rounds right matter of fact let's make that bigger you have five magazines of 10 rounds right so that's 50 rounds total you shoot three and then you drop the magazine and reload you're probably thinking like in game logic you you expect the counter to say 47 rounds right because you only shot you only shot three so you have 47 in the real world you have 40 because you drop seven you drop seven, you didn't pick it up, you have you have ten in the gun and three in spare magazines on your hip. So you have forty in reality. Now I get that this is for this is mainly for simplicity and to make the game fun, but it but as a gun person, it I can't help but be I can't help but feel like it pulls me out of the immersion. That's why I'm glad they added that in Modern Warfare where the character takes the the magazine that isn't empty, puts it away, and replaces it with a full one instead of just ditching a full magazine. 
I remember there is a there is a horror game where you can do a speed reload where you drop a spent you drop a magazine that isn't spent and replace it with a full one, which takes less time but you lose ammo. Or you could do a fast re- you could do a slower reload where you take the magazine that still has ammo in it, put it away, replace it with a full magazine. That's actually how guns work in the real world. I forget what I forget what game that is. But I remember Vash played it. Vash, if you don't know who Vash is, please, please, please go watch his videos. He is hilarious. Let's see what what game did what game was that? It was some horror game. Oh man. He has like he's played like 50 million games, so I don't really remember right now. I'm going to have to go on his page. I want to I want to say what the name of the game is so I can properly give it applause for doing the right thing. I'm I'm on to it. I'm almost there. I'm almost there. It's it's close. It's not close. He didn't make a he didn't make a playlist for it. Christ. Daymare. That's what it's called. Daymare. I I couldn't remember for some reason. But there are no. Don't get me twisted. There are instances in which this kind of reloading scheme works. Right. Like say for instance in Mass Effect, where it, the the ammo the ammo works the way it does in a traditional shooting game at least in 2 3 in Andromeda in Mass Effect 1 the the guns just overheated and you could just shoot forever if you know you didn't have to worry about ammo in Mass Effect 1 but 2 3 in Andromeda use thermal clips which is up it's okay it's okay because it's not real technology so I will let it pass okay Thermal clips. Oh, God. Okay. Um, so the way it works in that world is that thermal clips aren't necessarily ammo. It's just a way for you to immediately drop the heat on your gun so that you can continue firing. And that's fine because it's all made up technology. So it's fine to use some, it's fine to use some, you know, video game-esque reloading scheme in that instance because it's made up technology so it doesn't even it doesn't even matter it doesn't even matter if it follows the real world rules or not so in instances like that that's perfectly fine but i i that doesn't really bother me that much because i understand that that is in the that is in the the interest of making sure the game is fun to play now, if you're going to try to sit here and be like DayZ or something where you're trying to be realistic, DayZ or Arma 3 or something like that, trying to be realistic, you really should consider making sure that you do that. Like if six days in Fallujah, 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 I don't know how to pronounce that shit. If that game doesn't have that kind of reloading, if it doesn't have realistic reloading and it goes for the same video game-esque reloading, I don't want to play it. I don't want to play it. You can keep it. Because that entire the entire premise is supposed to be based off of something that actually happened in the real world. 
So I don't even want to play it if you're not even going to go that far. I'm serious. I, I'm dead ass serious. Now, what else? There, there's some funky stuff going on with shotguns, man. Okay, we got to talk about that one because that one that one prevails very, very frequently. It, it 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 prevails no matter how hard you try to dispel this myth. Shotguns don't just go three feet in front of you and then just are just ineffective. That's not how shotguns work. Okay, I own two. I own two shotguns, but I lost them in a freak elevator accident downtown. You feel me? So I hypothetically own shotguns, but they're not here. You f- you feel me? Yeah. Okay. So shotguns. So I fired. I fired. I have two. I've shot two shotguns. Right. I have a good old Tac 14, and that thing is hard to shoot. And I got a. I've, I've shot an AK shotgun, right? AK shotgun, which that thing is a cannon. All right. Here's the reality. Shotguns don't just dissipate at three feet, okay? Shotguns can shoot very, very far. They are they are very not very, they're harder to shoot than rifles, but they don't they don't just stop going at three feet. They will go. Okay? And when they go when they hit, they hit very hard. If you ever seen like this kind of shit will change your life. It'll make you genuinely like respect and fear the idea of a shotgun being aimed at you and it'll make you realize that video games get everything wrong there is a video on youtube right now and it's of a dude what's his name i believe demolition ranch before he started getting all zany um of him shooting like a slab of ribs with 12 gauge and 20 gauge slugs yeah what's 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 old clint smith say he said, pistols put holes in people, rifles put holes through people, shotguns with the at the right range with the right load will physically remove a chunk of shit off your opponent and throw that shit on the floor. That is what shotguns actually do in the real world. Very, and it does, you don't even have to be close. You don't even have to be close to the person. Where shotguns fail in terms of, you know, efficiency is they don't have as much ammo as rifles, and they're not as easy to shoot as rifles. They're not as easy to reload either. So that's the reality with shotguns. Doom Doom gets it wrong. Oh my god, Doom gets it wrong. Shotguns in Doom, literally like, if you can't if you don't shoot somebody within sneezing distance with a shotgun, that shotgun is ineffective. Both of them are. And don't get me wrong, I love the super shotgun. The super gu- the super shotgun is one of my favorite guns in any game. Right? But in the real world, that shit shoots way further than that. So to get a good idea of what a shotgun actually shoots in, like in the real world, take the range of the flat cannon from Unreal Tournament 2004, but give it the power of the super shotgun. That's actually what a real shotgun shoots like. And then games like Call of Duty just get it all wrong. Where it's it's the range is so short, you might as well not even use a shotgun in Call of Duty. 
But that's not the only thing that they, they screw up in terms of range and power and stuff. I saw... I see weird stuff like this all the time. Where they do weird stuff like the... Oh man. Like the they make it so that the the scar, which can be in 223 or 308, mind you. So it, you, you can have little rifle round or big rifle round. Whichever one you want. Whichever one you're feeling. Alright? But in Call of, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, they just make the scar a... They make the scar a, a, a high damage, low rate of fire assault rifle? I, uh, what? I don't get it. Is it supposed to be 223 or, or, or 308? What is it? Or rather, in the military, it's 556, not 223. My bad. But I say 223 because I don't like 556. That's just me. Um, but yeah, I, I don't I don't get what you're trying to say here. Is it a full auto three oh eight or is it a full auto two two three or you just you just don't know what you're talking about or what what's going on? Right. And then it, once the funny thing is once you know about guns, you start looking at the stats of your guns in video games, you start going, Wait, what? In what universe is a vector more powerful? than a UMP when they shoot the same exact round what universe and then you got weird you got weird stuff like in black ops zombies the 1911 is the first well excuse me the 1911 is one of the not one of it is the first gun you get in black ops zombies right why in the world is it so weak why is it so weak it shoots 45 ACP. That that thing will that that thing will put down something fierce, okay? It's fat and slow, but it hurts, okay? Which is even super which is super strange because there are guns you can get after the 1911 that are like 9mm and and they're more powerful than the 1911. That doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. I mean, it could possibly, but the reason why they picked the 1911 back then was because they picked the 45 ACP back then because of its, not necessarily its penetration power, but its stopping power rather, because of how big, basically because of how big the bullet was, they believed it had better stopping power than a 9mm, so that's why they picked it back then. So, another thing, I, um... I said a term a few a few minutes ago, right? A term that keeps getting used improperly to this day. Assault rifle. That's right. We're going there. We're going there. We're going there. Because this is important. Because to this day, people are using this term incorrectly. An assault rifle is a real gun. I'm not going to say an assault rifle is not real. An assault rifle is real. An assault rifle is a select fire rifle that can shoot semi-automatic, three to five round burst, or fully automatic, right? That's an assault rifle. An AR-15 that some guy has in his in his home is not an assault rifle. It just isn't. If it can't shoot select fire, if it can't shoot three to five round burst or fully automatic, it's not an assault rifle. It's not. 
that guy that has that AR-15 in his basement, that that's about as effective as a, a deer hunting rifle. Some of them shoot the same caliber too. You ever heard of a Model 700? Shoots the same caliber as an AR-15, buddy. AR-15 shoots the same caliber as a Mini-14. So let's let's understand that an assault rifle has to shoot fully automatic or more than... The biggest thing is that an assault rifle has to shoot more than one bullet with each trigger pull. That's the big difference. No, assault weapons. We're not even going to get into that because assault weapons... We're not even going to get into that... Because assault weapons just don't exist, okay? We're, we're going to get... We're not... Nah. Nah. We're not even going to talk about that. Assault weapons don't exist. That's just a name that they made up. People just made that up. Don't, don't use that word. Alright. So. What's another... What's another one? Um, I pulled up a TV Tropes page to see some other weird stuff that people come up with. Oh. Another one. Um... Is that you see this in a lot of like crime shows, where you could they just go like pull up the gun the the gun registry pull up the gun database. Um, uh, most places, specifically in the U.S., don't have gun registries. Yeah, just because your gun has a serial number doesn't mean anybody can track it specifically to where it is. Just so we're clear, so it's not like they could just go. It's not like they could just go, oh, look at me, oh, I'm typing up in a registry, and then they just find you, right? No, that's not how that works. <laughs> and to be frank, that's that's by design. Whoa, who said that? Anyway, um, let's talk about something else. Oh, yeah, so here's another one. Um, movies and video games lead you to believe that Specifically video games, they they lead you to believe that small guns small guns are easier to shoot than bigger guns. That's not true. Not that is true with shotguns, because shotguns just In all honesty, I do not I do not find joy in shooting shotguns sometimes because of how painful they are. But rifles are easier to shoot than pistols, and then larger pistols are easier to shoot than compact pistols. Now, this requires a little bit of explanation behind mass and physics and weight. So, but well, the easiest way to explain it is that because of a compact gun is small, right? It's small. That means there's less metal to 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 weigh it down. And so when that that slide, that metal slide slings back every time you shoot it, it's going to feel like it's going to fly out of your hand. Right? Because it's not a lot of not a lot of weight to keep it in your hand. So most people think, oh, that scary looking Glock that has 17 rounds, right? They'll think that that's harder to shoot because it's bigger. No, it's actually easier to shoot because it's heavier. Uh, oh, God. Susan, get the Pepto. Oh, man. Whoa. That was painful. Sorry, guys. Excuse me. Oh, what was I? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, and rifles, rifles. So that depends on the caliber, but for the most part, rifles, not hard to shoot. They're almost point-and-shoot, to be completely honest. Especially the semi-automatic the semi ones, almost point-and-shoot. 
But these video games and these movies got you thinking that the bigger the gun is, the more it's going to kick you in the, the chest or something when you shoot it. Like, the way these movies like to pretend that big guns equal, like, when you fire it, it's automatically going to give you a, a mustache and it's going to... It's going to play a play a barbershop quartet in the background, and it's gonna make you into the manliest man ever. No, not really. Like rifles are loud, but they actually don't kick very hard. They're very flat shooting for the most part. So, what's another one that bothers me? Because I, I want to lay it all out. I want to lay it all out for you. So. Oh yeah, the another one. I the idea that pistols are easy to shoot. They are not. They are not. Movies like the like you believe that you could just point and shoot your pistol and that's it and that's it. As long as you point it, you know, as long as you point it and you pull the trigger, that's it. No. No. Pistols pistols require more pistols require the same amount of training if not more training than rifles. Because you only have one to two points of contact with a pistol. And you can actually jerk the trigger with a pistol and end up accidentally shooting down into the left if you're right-handed. So, yeah, pistols aren't very easy to shoot. You have to, you have to practice fairly often with them. And I just saw another one, a trope here. The reliably unreliable guns. Oh no, that recently just happened, poor Kentucky. Um, so, I, I'm not going to actually read that trope, uh, but I had a different one in mind. The idea that, like this is, this is mainly in video games, but the idea that your guns require constant maintenance. A good gun doesn't require constant maintenance. As a matter of fact, the gun I'm currently uh, the gun I'm current currently carrying right now, uh, I didn't clean it for like a month after I got it. So I got it, I fired it at the range like a week after I got it, and then I didn't clean it for like a month. Went to the range, fired it again, worked for, worked just fine. Like I didn't clean this gun for a very long time. Because that's how a good gun is supposed to work. A gun that is not reliable, a gun that breaks down on you <laughs> while you're while you're shooting it, a gun that needs to constantly be repaired is no gun I ever want to carry on my person. Guns don't actually work like that. Unless it's a very cheap gun. Speaking of cheap guns, here we go. This was one I was just thinking about. What, uh, because the Mass Effect Legendary uh, Edition came out last week, right? And Mass Effect 2, which is, like I've said, the best game. I've said this before, the, it's the best game ever. Like, literally the best game ever made, ever in life. But there's a scene in... There's a scene in Mass Effect 2 on Garrus' recruitment mission, or... Archangel's recruitment mission. I, I apologize. I guess I just spoiled that. Um, where you can come across this kid while you're signing up for this freelancer thing. And he just goes like, 
hey, I know how to handle the gun. I got this gun for 50 credits. And I was just like, excuse me? So to, to anybody that doesn't know how much a gun actually costs, um, yeah, you don't ever want to buy a gun that's 50 of anything, okay? Because it's either too high or too low. 50000 too high. $50, way too low. Way too low, buddy. But, and, and I was thinking possibly that it's like, oh, maybe it's because 50 credits is like worth $500. And I'm like, okay, that would work. That could possibly work. And then I looked up the price of a porno mag in Mass Effect. Fornax. It's a magazine of human publication featuring acts of xenophilia. As in sex with aliens. It costs five credits. So that's about the price of a magazine. Five dollars. So 50 credits is about fifty dollars, dude. I would never buy a gun less than two hundred dollars. I just wouldn't. I wouldn't. The reason why I say two hundred dollars is because I understand, you know, not everybody can afford, you know, a a sixty a six hundred dollar, you know, six sour with the works and the the magwell and the the apex trigger and everything. Not everybody can afford that. So two hundred dollars, that's a good price for a gun. Gun I'm carrying is about three hundred sixty. So yeah. So at that moment when I realized he said fifty credits, I was like, either either that's the point, or the the folks at Bioware have never purchased a gun before. It kind of feels like it's the point, but at the same time, I highly doubt the folks at Bioware have picked up a gun or bought a gun because they live in Canada. They gave their they gave their guns away to the Queen. Sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry, my Canadian viewers. I'm sorry. Gotta I, as a you know as a you know a red, white, and blue boy. I gotta I gotta I gotta clown you guys. Sorry, man. Gotta. So yeah. That was an interesting little moment where I was just I was just unsure if that was the if that was supposed to be the point or not. I was genuinely unsure because of how little uh, and the entertainment industry understands guns. Period. Not to mention, oh my God, if you see some of the weird, strange, screwed up things in animation when it comes to guns, such as an episode of The Simpsons where uh, what's that guy, Mr. Burns's assistant. Has a has a revolver, but he's loading a magazine in the grip, and it's just like, excuse me. So where them bullets coming from, bro? What? And then another one that frequently gets me is uh is is in Family Guy. There are three different kinds of guns. There's the Desert Eagle, the 1911. And some kind of revolver. Those are the only three guns that ever exist in Family Guy. Which is hilarious. It's nuts. It's nuts how little these people know about guns. Which is what I'm trying to... I'm trying to stop this. Because it's dumb. It's very, very dumb. So, yeah. I will, I, and you can, you can anticipate in the future, you, you probably won't get another full length episode like this of me talking about guns, but those are some of my, my biggest pet peeves when it comes to gun tropes in media. Did I, did I miss anything? 
Did I miss anything? Hey, Steve. Hey, Steve. Bring me that here. Bring me that list. Bring me that list. Let me see. Alright. Um. Yeah, we talked about that. We talked about that. We talked about that at length. Um. We talked about that. Yeah. I think that's it. Alright, so. Yeah, that about does it. We're gonna call it we're gonna call it here man it's been a fantastic season we're gonna take a little bit of a a a break in between season one and two and we'll be back uh what is it it's may now so we'll be back we back in august is what it looks like so um I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Blur Havoc podcast. I hope you, I hope you enjoyed this entire season of the Blur the the Blur 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 the Blur Havoc podcast. And if you want, share it with your friends. All fifteen episodes of season one are now available for your streaming convenience. I will see you guys in a few months. Peace. We never did come up with a, we never came up with a catchphrase. Yeah, we'll have one next season. Hey, Steve, you want, uh, you want Stacy's, you want Stacy's, uh, one dollar? You want to go up from fourteen to fifteen? Yeah, come on, man. Let, let me, I'm gonna hook you up, bro. Let's go. Let's go. Let's talk about it over coffee. No, no, no. Listening to the Blur Havoc podcast. Purchase the Blur Havoc book series on Amazon Kindle or paperback today. 